Well, let's get into our personal development session. And I must apologize to Sihe because we're supposed to come to a little earlier than what we are right now. She, of course, is a celebrated author, strategist and speaker, successful businesswoman. And um, she's going to be speaking to us about her story and even her latest book. Sihe, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on. So when we look at, um, you know, one of the books that has gotten you a lot of success was a book described as a radical book. Uh, We are the ones we need. The war on black professionals in corporate South Africa. It was really an honest account of what many people talk about in corridors around dinner tables of what is happening in corporate South Africa and the experience, I think, particularly of black people, black professionals in in that sector. But you really uh, brought it to the fore. And now, of course, there is your second book and it's titled, Nah, Keep Your Strength. What is that about? (laughs) (laughs) So, um... You know, the, the the first book really was a, a life changer for me um, because I felt it really important to be honest um, and 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 you know very transparent about the experiences of Black professionals in the corporate um, environment. Um, and you know, it even extends beyond corporate. You know, in workplaces, Black people have a very specific experience in the workplace that we're often too afraid to speak about because we worried about job security and being sidelined, etc. But with this second book, uh, Not Keep Your Strength, I really was thinking a lot about the influence and the impact that society has on our experiences as particularly Black women, um, from the way in which we brought up the narratives that we are told about ourselves and, you know, the, the belief that we have to aspire to be in Bogoto. Um, which has, for the most part, really taken away from our humanity, our ability to not be strong, to not be okay, to not have it all together. And I really just wanted to tell my story as a way to dispel um, the expectations that society has put on black women and for us to be able to own our stories and to own our narratives and to define strength for ourselves. One of the things I find um, very interesting about, you know, this this word in Bogoto is that when we think about it, it is used to define the strength of women. Uh, it is used to also describe pioneering women, especially in, in a country and a context like South Africa. And yet there's a generation of uh, young women that automatically associate with it what you're saying, that in Bogoto, you know, you, it, it's a woman who holds a knife at the sharp end. And, and you're having more and more women saying that, no, we can't hold the knife at, at the sharp end. Mm, absolutely. You know, it, when you think about, particularly if you pay attention to, you know, the, the what's been happening within black families, black communities, um, and you think about how we relate to women within our communities and families and societies, you know, we, we are the ones that are expected to endure things that are not expected of men. We are expected to be the ones who can suck in everything, regardless of how it impacts on us, um, because we have to be strong. We have to pull the family together. We have to take, you know, when you think about particularly in marriages, and it's like, you know, you must just endure whatever it is that comes to you, no matter how harmful it is, no matter how toxic it is. 
And I, I feel that it's so important for us to actually just go, no, actually, it's not okay. Because firstly, we need to be treated like we're human beings. We feel we have pain that needs to be addressed. We need to be honest about how we are being treated within our communities. And actually, we want to be protected. We don't want to be the ones that are strong all the time. Who's going to be strong for us? You know, um, and so I, I felt it was a very important conversation to bring to the forefront for us to actually be able to say, okay, this is a state of the society that we're living in now. It's clearly not working. I mean, all you need to do is look around at what's happening um, to know that there's a lot that is wrong within our communities, within the country. Um, but how do we fix it? And it really starts with how we have been treating each other, um, because that is what has gotten us into the place that we're in now. But we need to figure out how to get out of it. Sikhia, what does it take to put yourself in a position where you are vulnerable? You're not just having a conversation with friends or sharing uh, these intimate details about your, your life with people that are part of your inner circle. You're literally letting us all in into that inner circle and into that, that private space. Mm. It, it's incredibly difficult um, <laughs> to be really using and exposing um, such intimate details about my life in order to share the story and to encourage the right kinds of conversations. Um, it really does feel like, you know, you're, you're stripped naked um, and, and everybody gets to have an opinion about it. But for me, what's more important than that is the fact that I know that there are people who will be able to see themselves in the story because the biggest thing for me is understanding the role that shame plays in our inability to address issues and our inability to be vulnerable. So many of us are living with such high walls, we're so close off, we're so defensive. And when we're in that state, we're unable to evolve, we're unable to recognize the humanity in others, we're unable to be compassionate with each other and to really help each other along on this life journey. And so for me, it was really a thing around, I am releasing the shame. I'm owning my story. Mm -hmm. All of it, the highs and the lows, are all part of me. And that is part of my humanity. And I'm not going to be embarrassed about it. It just is what it is. But I recognize what it is that I need to do to evolve as a woman, as a mother, as a friend. But also helping other people then recognize, okay, so what is it that I can change based on what I've learned from Secret Story? Sikhe, when you look at your career and the different uh, things that you've been able to do, the different streams you've been able to branch out into, because, you know, we talk about being you being an author, but you're still uh, a, a strategist when it comes to organizational culture. Um, you are a podcaster, so you do so many different things. Did you ever anticipate that? your life would be what it is right now. And, and I think, you know, some the most important lesson that you think you can share with us about that versatility that, that you bring and that the approach that you bring to your own life. Mm. I definitely never imagined that my, my, my life and my career would go on this path. I spent most of my career within corporate until I left in 2015. And even then, I left corporate because I just couldn't bear to be in a, a very healthy, to unhealthy, toxic environment anymore. And I left without a job. I had no plan. And so I had to really figure out what comes next. Um, but one of the things that really helped me was being able to 
sit with myself and think about what are the things that I'm not happy with that I'm now able to address because I'm not afraid of losing a job. I'm not worried about job security or financial security. Um, so I was able to really explore the things that are meaningful to me. Um, and so this part really became one that I guess was always different for me because I think that the work that I'm doing now um, is so much more impactful and so much more fulfilling. Um, and I think that it's so important to have people like myself who are in the space who are creating opportunities for us to have honest and open conversations publicly um, around the societal issues and nuances that we need to address in order for us to build healthier, stronger societies. Um, so, you know, I've been very intentional about not just my books, but creating other platforms where we can have these conversations in a safe and, and productive space. So, you know, the books, it's the podcast, The Workplace Revolution, where I speak to black women from all over the world. We discuss their careers, you know, the lessons that they've learned, because I want people to be able to learn from each other's journeys. Because one of the biggest things that I've noted over the years is how so many of us are going through life feeling like you're the only one experiencing this. You're the only one who hasn't figured out how to adult successfully. But that's not true. There are so many of us who are always trying to figure things out because we never have all the answers. And so I've been very intentional about creating spaces and communities where we can learn from each other and grow together. Sike Bolani, let me thank you so much for coming on to the show today. And her books are available on Amazon, on Kindle. And you can also take a part in, uh, you know, her YouTube channel and uh, on Facebook, where she hosts a lot of these engagements, certainly a South African to keep watching. Uh, that's where we leave it with Sike for this morning. It's just after 11 o'clock. And Musa has your latest news.